Brother Ann's with us tonight. Uh, not only grows by years, but he's grown spiritually every time he comes and preaches, you can tell. I don't know how he's not nervous, but uh, just the uh, way he is. If he is nervous, he doesn't show it. So you come and preach for us, brother. Getting taller and taller. I don't know when that's going to stop. <laughs> Please turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. So today I'm going to be speaking on the subject of love and how that can affect our outreach in our community and our relationship with the Lord. And so if you please begin in verse 1, it says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and have not charity, I am become as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy, and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains, and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. Charity suffereth long and is kind, charity envieth not, Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up, doth not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh, thinketh no evil, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in truth, beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, and endureth all things. Let's pray. Generally, Father, for each day, be with everyone here and use this message according to your will. Give me the words you would have me to say, and use use me, and use this message to point your will in your way. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. And so, through this, to start, first the point, my first point is, what is love? There are many different definitions and different aspects of love. The two that I'm going to be focusing on today, the Greek word is phileo, which is just more of a love as liking. It's, it's a word of one having liking or affection for something. A sentence that could be used in is, I love Disney so much. They're not saying that they have an undying and never-ending love for Disney. It's just that they mean they like Disney or they have an affection for Disney. And the second one, um, word I'm going to do is the word agape, which is the love that God has for us. It's the love that God had when he sent his son to die, and the love he will always have for everyone, every person that will ever live and has always lived. There are many different other forms of love, but these two are the only forms I'm going to be focusing on today. The Lord has an agape love for us. He sent his son to die for us. And since we, the Lord chose us this love, we should turn around and share that love with everyone we meet. There are people out in this world that don't even know that the Lord has love for them, and they need to find out somehow, and we're the only ones that can do it. We're the only people that can share this love to the world. We are to have an agape love for all men and women we will meet. Second is, why did Paul write First um, Corinthians to the church? Number one, to the church at Corinth. The first point is the church was confused about multiple doctrines and truths. The church at Corinth became confused about doctrines and beliefs. Paul wrote to them about multiple beliefs in 1 Corinthians. Um, chapter 7 is on marriage. 
chapter 5 is about wickedness inside the church and how that should be dealt with. And then the subject of love is in chapter 13. And the second point is he re he's reproving the church for allowing sin to enter the body and it's not resolved. 1 Corinthians 5 verses 1 through 2 shows some of the sins that weren't being dealt with in the church. You don't have to turn there, but if you do, it's 1 Corinthians chapter 5. And when you begin to read verse 1, it says... It is reported commonly that there is fornication among you, and such fornication as is, not so much as named, among the Gentiles, that one should have his father's wife. And ye are puffed up, and have not rather mourned, that he that hath done this deed might be taken away from among them. This shows that the church was allowing sin to enter in, and this is why Paul wrote 1 Corinthians. And that verse can also apply to us. We should never allow sin to rule, ruin our relationship with the Lord. It also affects the church when there is sin that is not resolved. And so going back to the subject I have for tonight is love. My first point on love is that it is key in a relationship. If we're to have a relationship with the Lord, we need to have love. As 1 John 4, 8 says, it says, He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. And, Jesus, and if you would please turn to Revelation chapter 2. Revelation chapter 2. In this passage of scripture, Revelation 2, verses 1 through 4, Jesus is speaking to the church at Ephesus, the church that had lost their love. And so begin reading in verse 1, it says, Unto the angel of the church of Ephesus write, These things saith he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks, I know thy works, and thy labor, and thy patience, and how that canst not bear them which are evil, and thou hast tried them which say they are apostles, and are not, and hast found them liars, and hast borne, and hast patience, and for my name's sake hast labored, and hast not fainted. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou, thou hast left thy first love. The church at Ephesus had lost its first love. The Lord gave them a chance to correct it, and this is why he wrote this. The church at Ephesus was doing many things correctly as they were laboring for the Lord. They were um, making sure that the church had no sin inside of it. People would come in as false apostles, and they would try them and test them. The church was doing everything correctly except for they had lost their love. Uh, we as a church and as Christians need to have love for the Lord and the church, the church can be unified, faithful, and sound in doctrine. But if the church loses its love for the Lord, the church is nothing. They're not reaching effectively. Amen. And another point is we are absolutely nothing with, if we don't have love. Even if a person is the best speaker, as according to verse, in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, in verse 2, or verse 1, it says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and have not charity, I am become as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. Even if a person is the best speaker, the best musician, according to verse 1 through 3 of 1 Corinthians, if we don't have love, we are absolutely nothing. This, this love in the first three verses, charity or love, is translated into the Greek word agape. In Matthew 20, chapter 22, verses 37 through 40 say, Jesus said unto them, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. 
And then and the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. If we are to effectively reach the lost in our community, we need to first have a love for the Lord. That's the first part in reaching our community. Amen. And the second part, if we have the love for the Lord, we need to also have a love for others in our community. community. We can do many different things for the Lord, but if we don't have love while doing it, we're doing it for nothing. It's all just a waste. Amen. We need to have an agape love for all people, even if they, it doesn't seem like they need it. All people need this agape love. Amen. And then another point is love one another. First John 4, 7 says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. This verse, verse says that we should love one another. It can be hard sometimes to love people with an agape love, but we need to put aside differences in one another and love them with an agape love. God loved us enough to send his own son to die for us. We should share that love with everyone we need. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, and whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. This means that everyone is loved by God, and we should share that love with them. And uh, love, love also affects our outreach. If we're to reach our community, it starts inside the church. The, love, we, the church needs to have love and be unified to effectively reach the community around us. And it also is a personal love for others, too. And in verses... Verses 4 through 7 also shows what love is. In verse 4 it says, Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up. Number one is, the love suffers long. This, the word suffer in this passage doesn't really mean to be hurting or to suffer. It is actually the Greek word makrothimeo, which actually can be translated also into another word meaning patient. Waiting. So this word actually means love is patient or love waits long. Another point is charity vaunteth not itself up. This means vaunteth can also mean boast. If we have love, we are not to boast about ourselves, but we can boast about the Lord. Psalm 44 verse 8 says, In God we boast all the day long and praise thy name forever. This means that we should not boast about our own accomplishments and our own selves, but we should always be boasting about what the Lord can do for us and what the Amen. Lord has Amen. done. Another point is, it is not puffed up. It's the same as boasting. It doesn't build itself up and puts itself higher than others. It makes sure that it's building up others and helping others out also. It doesn't behave itself unseemly also. It doesn't behave wrongly. It keeps itself in check, and has that relationship with the Lord. Seeketh not her own. It makes sure that it's always looking to help others in whatever they are doing and making sure that they put others before themselves. It is not easily provoked. It doesn't easily get angry. And that is a very hard thing to do sometimes with some people. And it also envies not. It's not wanting something other people have. It also... It also thinketh no evil, and it, and it rejoices not in iniquity. That's, that's a very big point. 
Love is rejoicing when we're in the middle of God's will and following the Lord wherever he leads, not rejoicing in whatever wrong we do. Because we are foolish if we are to rejoice in iniquity. It proves we would rather be in sin than in a relationship with the Lord. It proves that we like to do our own will instead of following the Lord's will. It also rejoices in the truth, which means whenever we are following God's will, we are rejoicing along with others. We can rejoice knowing that we are following the Lord and doing His will. It also beareth all things and believeth all things. doesn't mean believing everything. It means making sure that you know what you believe in and are firm in, in sound in doctrine. And then endureth, hopeth all things and endureth all things. Love endures all things. God will always have a love for us. It's never going to end. We may fall and slip multiple times. We always will fall in love, but the Lord never stops loving us. The, the, the God will always keep loving us in all these things. This is the same as the Lord doesn't have uh, phileo love for us. He doesn't just like us. He has an agape love for us. He had enough love to send his son and died just for us. Amen. We as Christians should have a love for everyone we come into contact with and share this love with everyone we meet because there are people that don't know this love for the Lord and they all need the love that the Lord has for them. We need to have a passion to reach the lost in our community and that first starts with having a love for the Lord. If we love the Lord, we, we will have a passion for reaching the other people and following His will. God sent His Son to us because He loves us, and we should share that love with everyone we meet. And so, the, this shows that if we have enough love for the Lord, we will also have that love for other people. It coincides with one another. You can't have a love for the Lord and not love the um, people. It's like the verse in the Bible that says, if you don't love your brother, then you're a liar. You can't love both God and not love man. And also, we need to make sure that we have a love for other people enough to go out and reach other people. It may not just be in our community. God could send us wherever He wants us to go. Like, He could lead us to a foreign country where it could be dangerous there and we don't want to go, but loving the Lord means we're going to follow Him wherever He leads. And, all, and so in concluding tonight, we need to have a passion to reach the lost in our community. God sent His Son, and He had enough love for us to send His own Son. We needed to have that same love for others and to make sure that we love other people the same way that God loved us. So here's the challenge I'm going to leave you with. Will you love the Lord and man, or will you just do your own way? What a way to end the year. Talk about love and to realize how God loves us. And to realize what he's done because of that love and to love one another. Uh, it's a great uh, thought to end the year on. 
uh, how how is is the love in your life affecting other people? Uh, is is, it, is love where it ought to be for people in general, lost that are around you? How how is it working out in your life tonight? I hope as we go into this new year that we will we will make a commitment to 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 love what what the Bible says who we're supposed to love. Everybody, including the who? Our enemies? That's tough. That's what God's word says. Love your enemies. Uh, love your family. Love the Lord. And I hope that as we go into this next year, we will put that to practice and, and understand love with the kind of, same kind of love that God loves us.